you have that you have that one chopper in the corner that you can ride for any occasion. That's the one you ride, right? When There's, the weather's oh, bad. Can you or... see it? <laughs> it's in my living room. <laughs> uh, it's right behind you. Uh, oh, yeah, couple of them. There it is, right there behind you. <laughs> yeah, that's a 1972 CB750 back there. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. It's bored out to a 920. It's pretty cute. It's adorable. Well, Tony's got a 70. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. So close, so close to yeah. a 69. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why she's on Five Dirty Bikers podcast. That's nice. right. That's nice. right. Welcome back to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast, brought to you by Memphis Shades, the clear choice for bearings and windshields for your motorcycle. Everybody, welcome back to Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Today, we've got another special guest. We've been trying to get her on here for a while. Haley goes as Haylorization on the TikTok, on the socials. Haley, thank you for joining us this week. We really appreciate you taking the time. Cool. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm going to cough again. God damn it. You took Dustin's <laughs> breath away, Haley. <laughs> 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 poking your tonsils, Dustin. It's an omen for things to come, I guess. Have me on here now. It's downhill from here. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. We start at the bottom of the hill, so we just go further down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Our hill goes like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's straight up not a hill, just so you know. <laughs> so Haley goes as a TikTok potty mouth <laughs> on the social. One of the reasons why she's here, but one of the bigger reasons why she she does the chopper stuff, man. She's a bike chopper. She's a part slinger. Haley, can you tell us about how you got your start with choppers, about the whole biking experience? When did it all start for you? Oh, for uh, it's just a thing. It's always happened. But uh, as for choppers, when I got my license, there's just no bike that I really liked. And nothing really, I could sit on a million different bikes and play and test ride a million different bikes, but nothing. You said, fuck the new bike. They're no good. <laughs> I'm going to build my own. Yeah, like I wasn't going to buy someone else's because that's someone else's problem, right? Yeah. So I might as well make my own problem. At least I know where to trace all the issues. So I had to start somewhere. So two feet first. Where did you first uh, start? I mean, kids, I just saw uh, a video that you put out today where you were machining a really small part. When did you, is this a, um, a you know, like a, a learned skill? Did you go to school for this or is this all through just being, working and wrenching? Yeah, well, I also, yeah, I guess uh, you you have friends and we all learn and, you know, you get the tools you need and you figure out what you have to do to get the thing you need. And what you need to do to build the thing you need. And then you fuck up a lot. And then you <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> right? But there's no pressure when you're fucking up on your own stuff. So so what is your, what's your affiliation with Stone Cycle Company? Do you work for them? Is that just a place you hang out and chop your shit up? or Because well, I, I couldn't really find much on you know you, your exact affiliation with them. Could you share that with us? Oh, that's great that you asked. Stone Cycles. That's Jake Elstone mm -hmm. with the uh, 1971. He's going to kill me. Sporty, divorced Ironhead. Ratchet top transmission on an Ironhead. Amazing bike. That's my boyfriend. Oh, cool. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I avoid, we avoid, we do things separately, right? So uh, lots of people want an excuse for why I am what I'm doing and they like to use him as that excuse. So that's how the TikTok started because enough of the bullshit. I'm not your excuse for why I'm doing better than you in motorcycles. Look at me build it with my own hands so that you can't say that it was Jake or you can't say that it was anybody else doing it because that tends to be an issue with females. I hate the word female builders, but, and it's really easy to pin Jake as the reason why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, which is not the case. We actually got together because I was building, going to build. That's cool. And speaking of TikTok, you guys, we got a short clip here. You guys need to listen to just about how freaking hilarious Haley is. Here we go. This is the part no one wants to talk about. I'll tell you right now, this is the part no one wants to talk about, and this is the part that sucks the most. It's when you get your bike fucking running. You get your bike running, you're like, fuck yeah, it's fucking running, and then what? I smell gas. What the fuck is that? Your bike starts showing you its true personality, and 99 fucking 9% of choppers have the personality of fucking Lorena Bobbitt. Out there cutting dicks off and fucking making men cry. That's that's what I think. Anyways, you get everything working hard and working good to work hard and good in a good hard way. And it's still fucking hard to work. It's not working good. At all. But you grind it out. Ch chopper will never be finished. No chopper is ever finished. This one's fixed. Bravo. Oh my! Bravo! Oh my! <laughs> the fuck ratio was was stellar. That was yeah. great. Ryan when, is no longer the king of the north. That's all no. I'll say. <laughs> when long when live we, the queen, king is dead. Seriously, that was one of the that was one of the clips we all watched. Was like, you know, you guys got to watch this. She talk. She refers to a chopper part as Lorena Bobbitt cutting dicks off and. <laughs> After that, I was sold. I mean, it was just like it, it, it pulled me in. It held me close. It cradled me like a little baby. I love it. God oh, damn, Ryan. Jesus Christ, man. I don't know about this guy sometimes. There is a, just, just a little bit of worry in the back of your head the whole time. Isn't there, buddy? Isn't there? I'm telling you. Yeah. You guys never know. This is what this is what happened, Haley. I got, I got to tell you this because these guys, all of a sudden, things were fine and they were normal. And then I dressed up as a chick for Halloween, and all mm. of a sudden, these guys lost their minds. I mean, they had a really hard time. You know, I think what it was was that deep down inside, they had this little bit of attraction, and they didn't know what to do with that feeling. No, and so no, now they're just feeling it. uncomfortable every time they see me. Maybe. No, it Nope. Usually that is the case. Nope. That's what I, that's what that I that's what I found. It's yep, just denial. They just mm. can't get over nope. it. It's usually it's the that case. the eye makeup was so meticulously done. It was so expertly done. We knew this wasn't the first time. Well, you know, I mean, I have two daughters, so you know, don't I've be blaming been, this on your kids. I've been you want to dress up kids, as a woman. Man, I mean, hey, I, I've been a makeup mannequin since they were born. Mm. So you know. Mm. I think you're the one in denial. Mm. <laughs> hey, I'm perfectly comfortable in my skin, no matter what color my wig is. So I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, there you go. Shit. <laughs> Haley makes choppers that cut dicks off, and I wear wigs. So what are you guys going to do? It's 
perfect and they pair. cut their own dicks off. I'll take the <laughs> Dr. Grind collects the dicks she cuts yeah. off. <laughs> He's a dick collector. Yeah. You see the Aqua? Did you see it? Did you, did you guys watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force? What? Oh, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, yeah. What? They had that dick episode. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> a dick no, you, go, you, go to, you go to the Chinese restaurant and you get a fortune cookie it says tonight you will get your dick ripped off <laughs> Carl's like is that a prize or... <laughs> oh my god so Haley, had, of course they had to censor all the dicks so they made them heavy all editing colored. in this podcast <laughs> heavy editing <laughs> Tony aren't you glad you rushed back from wherever you I were am. to get here I am <laughs> God. Haley, you, you mentioned a little bit ago that you, you hate the word woman when it comes to builder and attaching that to it oh, no. because Here we go. Well, no, no, no. I mean, it's, it's, it, I think it's legitimate because, you know, uh, I think that there is this stigma in motorcycling that you can't just be a motorcyclist. You have to be, there has to be something attached to that, right? So you can't just be a builder. You have to be a woman builder or a chopper builder or a, you know, whatever kind of, or a, you know, whatever kind of builder, or you're a cafe racer builder, whatever you are, you can't just be that thing. And so, um, and, and you did say that you wanted to, you know, you did, you started doing your thing on social media because you wanted your own identity as a builder. And so not just, as a female builder, as right. just someone that builds bikes, like right. not a female builder. Right. This is very important for me personally. I can't say okay. for other female, but pin me with your top guys. Don't pin me as a female builder, because I feel like when women get chosen, I, how do you say this? When women get chosen to go in building competitions, it's almost like they put a big parade on for the female builder. And by saying and introducing someone as a female builder, it's like, sure, you're empowered. You're, we know we're female builders. We know where we are. But you set the bar down here. So it's like, here's Haley, the female builder. Oh, okay. She's a right. female builder. Yeah. Instead of the, setting the expectation lower by saying female builder, like, it's very strange how to, it's, it's very weird. It's hard to explain, but it's like by saying female builder, it's so it, it, it's almost like it's discrediting weird. your work. Yeah, it is. But right. But yeah. we're, we are female builders. Just call me a builder though. Put me out right. there. Don't yeah, right. roll out a red carpet or do anything. I don't know. I don't know how to, do. it's a, it's a weird topic and it's very offensive to a lot of people. There's a- I, I get it. Man. I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a legit thing. You know, I mean, it's it's like it's it's they're discrediting or, or putting some qualifier right on. That's on, right. On your capabilities and stuff. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, it's it's really it took me a bit to kind of understand how I felt about it, you know, to articulate it properly. But just I'm just a someone that builds bikes. I'm some people would say a hobbyist. But to introduce me as a female builder would to be like, okay, so you're, you, you don't introduce men as male builders or right. look at that. Look at that male, male man. Oh, wow. Male yeah, it's such garbage a, truck guy. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's such a hard thing. I, I can understand the feeling as another female, but it's so hard to put into words because of the, exactly that it's like to get the recognition, you have to start as like, female this, female that, 
but exactly what you said, you don't really want to be viewed as like set aside from that. You want to be a part of the entire picture. It's yeah. Yeah. Introduce me by my name. Don't say I'm a female builder. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. (laughs) It's a, it's a tough topic. Actually. It's hard for a lot of people to swallow. And it's, there's a lot of even LGBTQ plus people in the chopper scene that are very uncomfortable right now. And they are not um, included in a lot of things as well. And they get masked as well as here's your first trans builder, or, you know what I mean? Like, let's just call people who build builds and then let's set the bar on an equal place and no red carpet for this person, no red carpet for that person. Just keep it out. (laughs) Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like like that idea. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you can't you guys got to be careful. If you ask us these things, sounds like Haley and I both will just go. We'll just go off of it. Let me let me me ask you this, both both of you, because there's a trend that's been going on the uh, I guess over the last year from some of these marketing arms of some of these companies. And, you know, there's a thing going on right now where these female riders, right, qualifying again, female riders out riding Pan Ams out somewhere in California, and it's all over YouTube, and it's all over everything. What do you guys think about women being used in, in that way? See, Just put them on the bike and let them go, and take the commercial with them on the bike. Do right. a uh, Royal Enfield does a build train race. Amazing. It's a great, great thing. It's super cool. Just have them do it. Have people do it. Just have people do it without the gender specific shit. Just have them do it. If you want to do build train race and you want all females there. Awesome. Just throw them in there. Don't mask it as a all female thing, you know, because the terror that some of these women do go through because lots of people don't like women doing things like they just aren't still not adjusted to it just needs to be um expected and not accepted you know expect a woman there it shouldn't be like there's a female riding a can-am female friendly like volvo did a commercial back in the day where it was like even your wife can drive it you know i mean just put (laughs) the wife in it right (laughs) just put the wife in it right just without saying it can do wonders right it's almost like the saying now is the is the damaging part yeah i get it does that make sense? Totally. Totally. Yeah, I could see how to some it's kind of counterproductive. Yeah, just put them on the bike. Yeah. Let them ride and do your commercial with with it expected, right? Absolutely. Not introduced as a female on a bike. Yeah, that makes sense. Right? We've tried to even do that with our podcasts is that, you know, having a female member of the podcast has always been, you know, um, treated as an equal, right? We're not going to... I don't talk any different because there's a female member of the podcast. I am who I am. And, um, you know, but I also don't go out of my way. I mean, I'm the father of two daughters, that kind of stuff. I'm not going out of my way to denigrate or, you know, make a female feel uncomfortable. Right. I'm not, I'm not doing that either. It's like, if you show up at our event to ride and you're a female rider, I don't give a shit that you're a female rider. I only care if you can ride. Can you ride? And is it going to be safe? That's all I care about. I don't give yeah. a shit what you men look- or women. I've, yeah. I've, I've ridden with so many shitty male riders. Like, <laughs> like I've ridden, <laughs> I've ridden, you know, like, 
And when you're when you're a male rider too, you got to show up with this big dick energy too, dude. Just just ride. You don't gotta you don't gotta be like that. Yeah, just show up and ride. You don't have to you know you don't have to try to prove to everybody that you can ride. Just do it. Just do it. Thank you, Nike. Not yeah. sponsored. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nike's not, not gonna, Yeah, yeah. They're not gonna sponsor mine. Nike's gonna sue us for bringing their their brand name up in this yeah, podcast. That's, that's right. <laughs> Man, fuck Nike. <laughs> <laughs> and their tennis shoes. <laughs> Can we Tony, get fans to, to sponsor? Yeah, us? Tony's a fans <laughs> band. Yeah, that's right. Me too. Hey, what was your first build that you did? Uh, CM 400, little Honda CM 400, and I had Dick Four written on the side of it. So everyone would read it, they'd go up and read it and go, What's a Dick Four? But it was the cutest little thing, and it was like off the cuff, and it was adorable. It went to a show called Oil and Ale in Kitchener, and it was like just the tackiest piece of shit. And I rode that bike into the ground, literally, while I was riding. It seized up completely. And it was a very fun bike. Lots of love in that one. I have it actually tattooed all down the side of me. A little Honda. <laughs> Definitely love Hondas. Like, big fan. Big fan That's of awesome. Honda. The, the name the name is the best part of it because it's kind of like if you if, if you have to ask the question you already don't know the answer yeah and i didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground when i started I had no idea what i was doing i was just like it was awesome it was a really good build because it was before i even thought about instagram or social media or anything like that i was just like i'm gonna build some monstrosity and there was no like pressures or anything and it was it was lots of fun well, it, it, as a credit to you, it really appears like when you do post on socials that you're not thinking about it. Like it just really comes. No, really. I mean, it, it, it does. You know, sometimes you see an Instagram post and you can see it's very intentional, right? Like you drove your bike to that spot. You stopped, you posed, you, I mean, I'm guilty of it. I'm absolutely guilty of it. Right. But your posts are seem very like, it's really funny too, to me when, when you're like, when you're kind of telling somebody to piss off on your posts, I feel like there's somebody behind that post. Like, I feel like she's talking to somebody right now and I want to know his name because somebody, somebody said something. And so she's making this post to say, you know what? This is the part of making eat a bag of dicks. So like, I want to know that person's name. That's what I want to know. So <laughs> I can't, yeah. they know. if, if you're so out there, enough. yeah. That's right. If you're out there and, and, and you know that this post is for you, DM me. Cause I want to know your name. <laughs> so Haley, what are you chopping on right now? What's uh, what's the projects in the works? Uh, oh, okay. I got a 77 Dodge Tradesman van that I just no picked shit. up. Yeah. Well, I want to go to stateside and I don't want to pay for hotels. So I'm going to do nice. my own van where I can do my things and meet all the wonderful people that I intend on meeting. Hopefully when the border starts being stupid mm -hmm. and then i have a 1990 volvo 240 wagon which is my love of my life and these are cars now <laughs> but uh a 1960 pan that's what i'm building that's what oh. i'm chopping away at nice yeah the cb750 is always going to be in the works that's also the love of my life 1969 triumph uh in the basement 
got a couple mini bikes that I want to soup up. I got a racing lawnmower I'm doing. I could go on. This does not stop. <laughs> I keep picking them up. Go-karts, everything. So what bike will you bring stateside with you when you come? Um, Big Bone is the CB750. That's the one with my teeth and resin in it and everything. And that bike is pretty notorious. The XS650 that I just finished is getting a lot of love. A lot of love. And so I think that one hopefully gets to go too. That one's really cute. Is that the one with the fluffy fluffy seat? They all have fluffy seats. That is is, is right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that's the one I did like a hidey hole. I I built a king and queen seat on a white, the white king and queen. And then I built a hidey hole inside of it so that you can store whatever dope, whatever you want to hide in there and then close it. (laughs) And then you can't tell there's a door in there at all. You have no idea. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I was having flashbacks from Tony dressing up for Halloween when you were talking about Heidi Hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were glorious, right? There, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Heidi Hill. Yeah. <laughs> Weird that he still has it, though. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, know, right? I'm a, I'm a little amused and very worried he still has it. Hey, that. man, you never know when it'll come in handy. <laughs> That was a video you just put out not too long ago, right? When you were talking about if your chopper catches on fire, it's not because of your fuzzy seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you were like a lot of people that are like they got some information they want to give to me, and (laughs) (laughs) so I I share it. But yeah, that was one of the seats. That was nice. (laughs) (laughs) The Q and A's are really fun on TikTok. They're really fun, and TikTok so. I like the environment there better than Instagram because it's like it's either really cutthroat or not cutthroat and very supportive. Whereas I feel like when you go from when you go on TikTok, you see people with their phone angle from down here. You know, it's more real. When you go on Instagram, it's all angles from up here, and it's like different, different vibe. Everyone very polished on Instagram these days. Mm -hmm. Everyone Mm -hmm. has their stage makeup on. Yeah, it gets kind of old. Yeah. It's definitely what's hot right now. Those damn reels and the short yeah. stuff. Everybody's attention span is getting less and less. It seems every year. So they come mm-hmm. up with a new app. Next year it's going to be. It's got to be the best four seconds you could do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, great I'm great at that. I'm great at that. You got time to cuddle afterwards, Tony. Totally. Yeah. Oh, you going to call me later? <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh boy! I don't know. How do you follow <laughs> that, man? How do you follow there's that? No, there's no recovering from that four seconds. That, that, that's that's a tough one. That's all it takes. Did you see that little awkward silence? <laughs> <laughs> that four seconds was even followed by an awkward silence. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> Sometimes they are. I'm not even going to tell you my name. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> So before COVID fucked the world up for a little while there, and kind of still is a little bit, were you doing a lot of traveling to the States for chopper shows and stuff like that? Never. I've never, never really? been. Never, is this no. something you consider really? doing? Uh, yeah. Well, because I've got a nice tight network of friends that I, they're all down there and I I really, really like them. So I really want to go and visit them. One of them even made me this hat. See, I'll show you this hat. Where's the camera? Maybe this cute hat. Oh, very cool. Rat Fink. Yeah, yeah I love Rat cool, Fink. Man. 
Yeah, his name's Lunchbox, and he's just like this awesomest people that I've ever met. And they're all in the States, so I got to go. And you I said you've go. never been. You've never been. To the I've been to the States when I was a kid, you know, Florida, California. Right, so, right. But I don't think – there was nothing that really drove, took me there before, right? Mickey Mouse doesn't count as the United States, so. No. <laughs> well, I think you should plan on coming to the Five Dirty Bikers meetup. When's that? That's that, a good question. To be determined. <laughs> to be determined. Let me know. 2022. Know. I think that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. We can show right you now, I guess a bunch States. of Canadians are getting stuck. Maybe not anymore. Don't hold me to this. I haven't fact-checked. But there's a couple women that I've seen that they went over to the States to do some shopping. Because right now, a lot of Canadians go over there for Christmas shopping. Yep. And they had to take a test to come back. But there was no tests available for them to come back. Oh. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a little tough getting tested here still for, for some reason. It's mm-hmm. a or you have to, you need a I think you need a seventy two hour either forty eight or seventy two hour test before you can get back over the border. You can get here fine, but to get back into Canada, you need that test to get back in. And so I think yeah. that's what that's what people are struggling with right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wait that out, but if not, I'll still go down. Yeah, don't wait that out. It that that's a uh, that's a pipe dream. It's not going away anytime soon. No, it sure doesn't feel like it. No, yeah. no. And Haley, if things work out the way we're hoping, you won't have to come too far inland to the states to come to the meetup. Yeah, true. That's without giving out too much, everybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we're starting to get things rolling. That's but we're awesome. all going to be somewhat white walkers. Mm. <laughs> that's what. That's what they've been calling me for a while, Haley. It's a White Walker because uh, if you're familiar with Game of Thrones at all, the White Walkers were north of the wall. And I've been saying that for a while because, you know, my riding season and you get it is shortened because of the the weather and that kind of stuff. And everybody else here, uh, maybe not Dustin, he lives in the Midwest, but everybody else lives in, in, in a place where they can ride for, you know, eight months out of the year. And, uh, you know, we have to ride as many as, you know, as many miles as we can in four months. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's tough for us because we have yeah. to get insurance all year round too. Yep. For- yep. I sure do. When do you, when can you get on now? If your riding season's done now, are you on in April already? No, no, no. People start okay. grabbing their bikes out of the shop around May, but we'll say late April. Sure. Late April, May. Okay. If they're lucky. Some March. It depends, yep. right? Like sometimes yep. you can be riding in March and yep. then sometimes it's uh, early June. Like it depends. You want to make sure all the salt is off of the roads. Yep. You need but- the snow to melt and the, and then it's got to rain to get the snow off, the salt <laughs> off the road. So yeah, yeah. It, it's a process for sure. But there's, it's what no the joke fuck? when I tell you that the majority of crash motorcycles that I get in the shop are mostly all in the spring. So eager riders, they get out there, they don't scrub their tires, meaning they don't warm their tires up. Tires are still hard. They go hit a corner, they wash out, and then they're spending 12 grand in paint in the shop, right? So it's like the majority, I learned from watching the people coming in, you know, that it costs a lot of money to wipe out. So, Right. Mm-hmm. Are you are you painting too? Are you doing your own painting? <laughs> Good yeah. Lord. I'm not kidding. I do it all. Do it all. Okay. So is it now... Now we've heard this before because we're friends with uh, another um, builder mm-hmm. and he paints, but he does this crazy meticulous and he tells us, and I think he's full of shit, but he's I been know telling he's us, full of shit. He's been, <laughs> <laughs> he, he rattle cans. 
he's painted award-winning bikes, rattle can. Guaranteed. Yeah, 100%. Really? If you got a good technique, rattle can's great. Uh, you can do are like you... a silver metal flake, and then you can even get candy colors to go on be... top. Come yeah. on. I'm Come, really, yeah. though? You can do, I don't do rattle can. Okay. I'm much worse. I do spray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do the spray, right? Okay. But, um, yeah, totally. Rattle can can do a great job. Okay. Do you, do you know who Jared Weems is? No. Okay. He, he builds in Florida and he built a, a crazy award-winning triumph. And after that, he built another one right after it. Awesome. And, um, based on the David, him then. yeah, based, based on the David Mann bikes, he, he is a triumph okay. uh, fiend. Yeah. So he, he built both of David Mann's triumph bikes that were ever, that were ever put out. And, um, his first bike is going in the museum. He built the, the, um, hot dog run, I think is the name of it. Hollywood, Hollywood run. run. Cool. No, Hollywood run is one of them. What was what's the hot dog bike? It was it was fi- the featured fucking on- hot dog stand bike. That was the yeah. illustration there at a hot dog stand. <laughs> they were at a hot dog stand. Anyway, yeah. that bike is going in. He had that one professionally painted. That one's going in a museum. But Hollywood run, which he uses, which he is his bike, is uh, was rattle can painted. And when it you was see not it- rattle can painted. <laughs> I'm not buying it, dude. He, Why would he lie about that though? He I, says I, it's fucking flawless, though. I mean, yeah, it is. well, rattle can's great. It's perfect, <laughs> but he doesn't have a booth. He paints outside in Florida with rattle cans. I think there. he's blowing smoke up our ass. Well, you got to think the spray cans now are a lot better than they were back in the nineties. We we're painting dicks on bridges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you can paint. Do a you have a story you want to tell us, Dustin? Dude, we, <laughs> we have we have a dick bridge here. <laughs> There's just dicks everywhere. Dave, are you saying you've never painted a dick on a bridge? I have never painted a dick on a bridge. I'm sorry. He's not I, living. I have well. just, I've lived a, a very neglected life. That's what you, it's not too late. I yeah. mean, you, you know, you're getting to the point now where you should be getting arrested for things like that if you haven't yet. <laughs> your life's about no. to change. Because yeah. pretty soon, pretty soon you're going to get arrested because you left your keys somewhere and you're going to wind up in a woman's bathroom. So you might as well get the her. Fuck? Where are you guys coming from, man? <laughs> you might where's, as well get arrested. Where's all this weird shit coming from tonight? <laughs> I think. Oh my god, Brian's on a run, dude. I don't know, man. He's on a hot dog run. <laughs> Lord, I'm jet lagged, and I got to put up with this shit and painting dicks on bridges, and oh yeah. There's two acceptable ways to, to draw dicks. One's on a bridge. Two is on your friend's face when they fall asleep at a party, but <laughs> they pass true. out. That's the- that's that's legit. There, the second one, yeah. The second one should happen with a black shark. Yeah, it's a big veiny bastard too. I Don't play what I'm never that's gonna pass out or go to sleep near you guys. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> I don't. I don't discriminate. <laughs> Anybody falls asleep and I have a sharpie, it's dick face for you. Yeah, we're not. We're not camping at the 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 Sandoval thing, Brian. <laughs> we'll but, hey, uh, how come that guy from your podcast has a dick on his face? Don't tell him. He doesn't know. <laughs> That's the best part. You said the guy when he wakes up, you send him for tacos, and you don't, and you don't tell him. <laughs> And then he's going through the drive-thru. The lady taking the money is like, <laughs> Dad, I'll be 21. What the fuck? What's a dick for? Mm. That's there right. Go. There you go. Nice tie in there. Just trying to get onto another subject. We're struggling. We're struggling to get off dicks. <laughs> 
This is Stacey Wilt with Ride to Food, and you are listening to the Five Dirty Bikers podcast. Ailey, have you ever built, have you, have you ever gotten into a project and said, fuck it, and just completely walked away and just not even, or, or are you like in it all the way? Like, I'm going to finish it no matter what. Uh, good question. There's lots of times where I say burn it and I don't want it and I got to get away from it. And, <laughs> but I always finish it. I always finish it. Yeah. I'm, I'm spa- well, it is good, I guess. But the problem is, is I always finish it. So it's not like I can rest knowing it's not done. I I can't rest. So I actually stay up at night thinking about the tools that I'm going to need and what I'm going to do next. And yeah, it's a problem. I think I have a problem. Honest <laughs> <laughs> to God. Because like, if, if I could go to sleep with a project not done properly, then I think I'd be... <laughs> maybe a little happier, but I'm super like making sure I have to, I plan out my days in the shop and what I need to do systematically. And it's really weird. You may not think so by my TikToks, but. (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you been doing TikTok? Oh, I think like a year, not very long. Okay. That fucking hat drives me crazy. I had to delete it. (laughs) <laughs> it's a great tool. Oh. Reconsider. It's, it's a, a great life tool. sucker, is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> and it depends. It's funny too because you all might have different TikToks, right? Mm-hmm. So I could see your TikTok and see you like cats or whatever, right? And it'll show you cats, and I can see your TikTok, and it's a bunch of people twerking, or I can see anyone like, but it knows even what you hate watch, so it'll keep showing you things that you don't like because you still watch that so it's like it's got the algorithm down to a science so anyone that tells you about what they constantly see on tiktok is either hate watching it or they really like it i'm I'm on like trucker tiktok and coal rolling tiktok and all these awful things and i didn't realize like it pinpoint me, but my buddy's on like twerking TikTok. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't realize that that's why he's getting it. He's like, TikTok's full of sluts. And I'm like, yeah, for you. Because you, talk. Yeah, cause you like talk. Cause you like sluts. Yeah. <laughs> First, he had to bounce on that one. Yeah, he was like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to download like, the I'm TikTok. deleting my history right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's neat. At first, I was skeptical, right? Like, eh. you know, I, I'm 35, so it's not for me, really. But it turned out to be great. And I really did meet some really awesome people on there, like great people and was able to help a lot of people, too. So it is lots of fun. Reconsider. <laughs> so oh. so have you been commissioned yet to do like somebody just comes to you and says, Haley, I want you to build me a bike, um, you know, it's all you. I want your completely top to bottom, what you do. And I'm just, I just want to come and pick it up, uh, next, you know, in in five months and and you build the bike. Yeah. Lots of people. That's awesome. (laughs) Lots of people, but I won't do it. I'm not, you won't do it. No, no, maybe later, (laughs) but I don't want to do it now. I've dealt with selling choppers before. Again, I'm in the, I'm in the industry, right? Like I'm already in it and I know the majority of people and the truth 
A lot of people aren't going to like this, but the majority of people cannot handle choppers. They are not easy bikes. They need to be fixed, and you have to work on them constantly. No matter how nice they're built, they are shit machines. They're temperamental. If you have... Right. Like you got to know what you're doing in a sense. You know, you see people with choppers, they have to know what they're doing or it's, they're not, they're not really riding their chopper. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you sell a bike to someone, it can run as well as they maintain it. And if someone's interested in a chopper, a lot of times they don't have any interest in maintaining it or they don't know how to maintain it. So then they call you. Oh, well, you know, you know, and they're on the phone with you crying and whining and putting you on blast. I've watched it happen a million times. Not for me. I don't want to be responsible for, for that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Maybe one day, maybe one day, but I just know how it goes. The real, the reality of it. Sure. Well, it, it's the, the reason why the reason why I ask is that I think that that right now there's like, you know, I don't know if you want to point it like at a born, born free kind of situation, but there's definitely a a group of people right now that are your age and younger. I would say in their you know like early thirties, mid thirties, even even down to like late twenties, right? And it seems like where they're fitting in motorcycles is choppers. And I don't know if it's because, you know, they're, I wouldn't say they're less expensive because I don't think that that's necessarily true, but I, you know, is it, is it the romantic idea of motorcycling that they're drawn to? Is it the home built part of it that they're drawn to or, you know, what part of it? Because it's, it's an interesting phenomenon. I think that, um, I, I see the romantic part of choppers, but I don't see the practical part of it because mm-hmm. I want to go out to my garage and ride a thousand miles. Mm-hmm. And and I don't want to have to worry about my bike breaking down and all that bullshit that comes with that. So for me, there's definitely this romantic idea surrounded around choppers, right? But what do you think is attached to that kind of, I don't want to call it millennial because that's a, kind of a bad word, but it is what, what it is. is. Yeah. Millennial. Right. So what, what do you think is attached to that, that kind of chopper movement right now? Well, what do you ride? Sorry. What are you riding? I, I have a 2017 road King. Yeah. So, so first always <laughs> preface that your experience riding is not any better or worse than the person on the chopper side that's riding because you take enjoyment out of going for the long rides. Your road king can do that. A lot of choppers yep. can do it too. Your experience yep. is going and doing the twisties and doing the ride, the long haul, the rain, sleet, whatever you go through. That's your experience. A lot of younger people like the experience of the tinkering and sure. the, the fiddling. And if you want to talk about attention deficit disorder, there's it's amazing if you have a chopper because then you can hear every sound all the time to know what's going on. But every, there's so many people killing it that are my age, like absolutely killing it. And I'm so happy to see how good they're doing. What motivates them? I don't know. Some people might be motivated by Instagram. Some people might be motivated by the gratification you get after you're done. So there's like a, like a sense of like, I did this accomplishment, I guess you could say that we lack in general society anymore. Um, Cause it's hard. It's hard 
being our age right now. So I don't know what motivates everybody. I think it's different for a lot of people, but it's hard for me to say. It it may have something to do with like this, you know, get back to basics movement, Mm -hmm. right? That, that your generation's going through, which is, which is amazing. It's not just motorcycles, right? It's, (laughs) it's people getting back into film photography, right? Oh yeah. Like music getting back into vinyl. You know, yes. I mean, it's, yes. It's a, yeah. You see a lot of that. Absolutely. And it is, I depends on what kind of chopper you do have, right? There's some ULAs out there, WLAs out there. There's some ELs, whatever, but it is cheaper than your road king. I can guarantee that I could build 10 choppers to your one down payment. Right. And, I, and you're it, not lying. <laughs> yeah. Like riding a Harley is not, is not cheap. People no. drop a pretty penny. Not at all. Even mm-hmm. even your Salomon seats to your freaking, <laughs> you know, like it's a lot. So it is cheaper for me to build an entire chopper than it is for me to buy one road cling. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, you know, and, and, and you're right about that. And, and I think, you know, everybody's shaped by that part of their experience too. You know, I mean, all of us here have a different experience on motorcycles and a different time riding and, and so it's, I think it's different for each one of us individually too. So, yeah. And I don't, I don't take that away from anybody. You know, what I like doing is not for everybody and there, and you know, but there's room for everybody in it. I, I just want more people to ride. I don't give a shit how you ride. If yeah, you're a weekend, yeah. a, a weekend warrior, if you ride a chopper, if you ride a cafe racer, if you ride, you know, sport bike, I don't give a shit. I mean, you know, as long as it's a Harley, otherwise you can fuck off. So yeah. <laughs> no. That's funny. I was, uh, I went for uh, a company ride. We went and did this beautiful ride out to a cabin, right? And I was the, everyone's on like road glides and beautiful like road kings, brand new. And I'm sitting there on my 78 CB750, the only Honda, just putting around with this whole group while they're all, we're all catching up with each other. It was a great time. It's just respecting everyone's love, right? right? Regardless of what they're doing, like, you get a lot of gatekeepers, I find. A lot of gatekeepers. But it's always important. I always say, your experience doing what you love is no more or no less my, than my experience doing what I love, regardless of the bike. Right? Same kind of feeling every time we're on the bike. Yep. Like yeah. we said earlier, it's, it's not who you are. It's if you ride. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what this whole experience has been about for all of us. And that's or even if experience- they're on the back. Even if you're some of these girls are on the back of these choppers, man. No one has any, like, no one looks at them and goes, what a freaking trooper. Their legs are up like this. Their right. hips are dislocating. <laughs> they got sissy bars digging into their back. They're hitting all the bumps because they can't see it in front of them, and their backs are getting squished up. Show those girls some love, too. Those back riders are, mm-hmm. you know, the passengers are kicking ass, too, for sure. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> that's like a saddle- really good point. Yeah. It's like Saddle Tramp's wife. She's been on the back of the tramp I don't know how many times. And that that can't be the most tails no joke, dude. No, that can't be the most comfortable ride. Doing seven hundo. Uh-uh. Yeah, exactly. Like some of these girls, like or some of these guys, you know, they're ripping around and it's almost scarier to be a passenger than it is to be the rider, right? So Yeah. (laughs) Kudos to them too. I don't know how they do it. I started out as a passenger and I hated it. My back hurt so bad because it's so uncomfortable being like stuck back there. Mm, mm. yeah it can be i love being a passenger too like i'm a big fan of that it's too. there's like there's definitely a relaxing sense to it i mean like you can just sit there and you really don't have to think about anything at all yeah um but 
I like being the the driver better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have a sense of control then, right? Yeah. You haven't you haven't lived until you fell asleep on the back of a motorcycle. I almost <laughs> I did that. Hitting me though. I, I've I've fallen asleep for a long time actually on the back of a bike when I was a kid riding with my mom and her husband and yeah I mean that's a that's a when you start to lean my mom was in the sidecar oh, and she puts puts her hand up and holds on to me <laughs> oh. is it one of those where you just like wake up like from a dead sleep and, and you, you just you, you forget for a second that you're on a motorcycle you're like why am yeah. I moving yeah I, I, I would I would wear a half helmet and I'd put my my helmet my chin down so my helmet touched my chest so the wind wouldn't blow up and I'd I'd fall asleep in five seconds oh shit wow hmm that explains a lot Haley, I have to ask. So you said, like, I know this is way back to the beginning of the podcast, but you said that it's always been like choppers have always been part of your life. How did your your mom or dad or whoever started it for you guys? How did they get started? Well, oh, yeah. My mom was like an orphan in herself, right? She was like a, a wild child. And she was adopted by a group of people who took really good care of her. And they happened to be into motorcycles. And her job was to clean up all the motorcycles and take care of them in the shop. And they gave her an apartment above. Hmm. And so she's always just, she's kind of like, eh, whatever, bikes. Like she's so, like she's been so part of it at such an early time, 60s, 70s, that she's just like, "Mm." Whatever. (laughs) Like, it's no big deal. It's just another bike. Like, she's just so used to it, right? Yeah. So that's how she started, for sure. But she drove, she was on the back of a hardtail from Toronto all the way to Michigan. And she Mm -hmm. said, she's freaking out. She's like, I couldn't, when I got to Michigan, she said she took a plane back home because she couldn't stand the the hardtail anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But it's pretty cute. No, so, you'll lose a kidney on one of those things. Oh, yeah. She always offers me a kidney yeah. belt religiously. Yeah. <laughs> religiously. So so your mom was just not surprised when you took that path then? She was like, yeah, this makes sense. I think a lot of people thought I was going to end up like dead. So <laughs> for me to be actually even breathing, I think they're happy for me. But, <laughs> but like in that sense, uh, yeah, she, she thinks it's pretty cool. She gets to come around the bike shows. And things come full circle, right? So there's a period where no one was doing anything with bikes and now I'm doing, I'm heavy into it. All her old friends are surfacing because all her old friends are into choppers and then they're seeing my bikes and then they're, you know, it's coming all full circle. These are the, these are all the gray beards sitting on seven pan heads in their, in their shop too, right? They don't want to, they don't want to separate with their, with their stuff. The two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> choppers dropped off the market, and now we get back to where choppers started. And right. so, you know, you get the you get the people that are building them in their garages, and where you know the sugar bears came from building choppers in his garage before he was ever building, you know, a front end that was five thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And so it's it, it's getting back to I think that kind of the grassroots of it, mm-hmm. which which I really dig. I mean, I, I like the root? aesthetic of it and that kind of stuff. What's that? <laughs> god damn it hey ask 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 Haley to say it ask Haley to say it don't 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 fall over me say 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 root 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 see root 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 beer root is it root 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 root
groups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys have some weird say that it's some weird way you you pronounce your uh, vowels. It's what root? Root. Root. Double O. <laughs> root. Are we having a moment? <laughs> Everything's crashing down right now for Ryan. Ryan likes A and W rut beer. <laughs> What? Oh, <laughs> God damn it, you guys. <laughs> he keeps the six packs of root beer in his bags on his performance bag. <laughs> yes, I drink. We drink root beer here. That's what I'm saying. You can, you can say it however you want. But I also drink. I also drink soda in my house. I don't drink pop. You fuckers drink pop. No, Actually, no, no. Down, no. I'm, I'm south, you drink Coke. No, I drink Coke. We drink yeah. Coke. I drink Budweiser. I drink soda. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, not Sony Pops. Uh, no, <laughs> my soda's gone for the evening. Hmm. Otherwise, so what, so what happens when when those people that everything's a Coke? Yeah, when you everything's out, a Coke. When, when you go to a part of the world where they have lots of different sodas on the menu, and Coke's <laughs> one of them. How you do you you send that shit back and say no? I wanted the Dr Pepper. No, they, <laughs> they ask you what kind of Coke you want, and you say Dr, Dr. Pepper. Dr Pepper. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much, much what they me. do here. Is you're like, I have a large Coke, and they're like, What kind do you want? Yeah, yeah. See, that's bizarre. Yeah. I said Coke, motherfucker. You heard me. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the other ones have other names. I said Coke. <laughs> <laughs> no one has ever asked me that, Tony, since I moved here. They always, like, if I go through a drive-thru, they just say, what do you want to drink? I say Coke. They're like, what kind you want? But I, Pepsi okay? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. It's just easier to say Pepsi to begin with. Jesus. You've added so much more to that conversation that doesn't even need to happen. Well, at least they can understand what I'm saying, root man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of those, some of those good old boys in Kentucky sound just like horses when they talk. Well, I, mean, I can't argue with that. <laughs> some of them like horses. I mean, like horses. <laughs> it's the sheep that are nervous. That's, right. that's, that's Montana. That's no, that's Montana. up in South Dakota. <laughs> yeah. Cause of the wool, right? Keeps them warm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny how quickly you got to that, Tony. <laughs> just saying so Haley are you regretting coming on tonight or uh... no I'm just watching the show wow. <laughs> she thought she was a guest now she's just like a spectator <laughs> I'm just watching mm. so you said oh. you said you do your own painting right do you do your own pinstriping and everything too if I was going to pinstripe yeah if okay, so that means that means no, right? You don't pinstripe. I don't pinstripe. No, <laughs> not but yet. If I was going, if I wanted that, yeah, I would learn until I got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and and have you have you built a chopper in every um, every brand of bike? No, I haven't done a Suzuki, which would be cool. Royal okay. Enfield chopper would be cool. Mm. Um. That might be more work than, than a regular Royal Enfield, which I understand is pretty much, you know, fixing every 10 miles. No, the new ones? The Absolutely new ones not. Nice. Yeah. You just no. said you, 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 wait a minute, hold on a second. You didn't say anything about new. 
You were telling me all about old, old ones, Mike. maybe. Okay. I would do it for sure. Hint, what about hint, a Royal Enfield? <laughs> what, about a, what about a what about a what about a Ural? Would you do one of those? Oh man, I I just run a sidecar Ural <laughs> for sure. I got I always wanted a Ural for a long time. Little tin cans, they're adorable. Yeah, lots of fun too. I think if we have the safety one, they always put me in the doggy seat and then go uh, and whip me around because yeah. I love them. You can fix those things with a pack of gum and and uh, some tape too. Yeah, get a Ural and a lot of Neva car, you're set. <laughs> <laughs> They're adorable. <laughs> so when you're when you're building out your your vehicles that you have, is it uh, are you doing? All of that yourself too. So all the engine work, body work, all the insides yes. of your van. You're oh, gonna yeah. you're gonna do the whole thing. Well, no, this one's split between Jake and I. This was like a thing we did with each other. So we're doing a joint build, which is nice because we we do our separate things so often. So he's having it's it's he was a big big vanner before, and then he sold his van, and I saw it, and I said, okay, well, we gotta get this for him. Just because you got to see them happy. They have to be happy, right? <laughs> so just let's be happy together. I don't want to be in a tent anymore when we're doing the chopper campouts and you want a van. So this works. And then so our friends have- got a van as well. So now we got a whole convoy, which is going to be really great. So do you have to make it to be able to pit- fit two choppers and a place to sleep in your van? Or are you going to be pulling a trailer? I'll probably pull a trailer. All my bikes, Jake's bikes okay. are small. Like his iron head, definitely go check them out. Like he He's really cool. His his iron head's compact, but all my bikes are stretched like six, eight, like huge inches, right? They're all stretched. Okay. They never fit anywhere. So I always have to trailer them everywhere I go if I can't ride if it's in the winter. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. I, I'm thinking of doing all fuzz on the inside, you know, typical banner stuff, right? Yeah. Have some fun. So go ahead. Plug your boyfriend. What's, what, what's he... What's he at on Instagram and everything? Okay, everybody. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that came out so no. okay. wrong. All right. Oh my not, God. That's not dude, what I meant. Dude. <laughs> everyone Lord. should check out uh, Stone Cycles. What's his? Stone Shop Jake on Instagram at Stone, at Stone Shop Jake. Now, okay. he's a really good hand tool person actually he inspires a lot here i'm going now i'm comfortable he inspires a lot of people and deserves a lot of credit and a lot of people really love him so check him out incredible builds you know we we share the same shop so we use the same tooling so check that one out you can tell our we're different styles though he's very like classy and i'm very like punch in the face and kick you while you're down into the game yeah <laughs> for, good, sure, that, for sure, it's good balance. It's good balance a lot of the time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> it's fun. It's it's really funny because you get a lot of you get a lot of people saying like, "Oh, Haley, like I love a woman like like you know that likes bikes or whatever." Do you have any girlfriends? And I'm like, trust me, you don't. If you're into bikes, you kind of don't want a girlfriend that's into bikes because you're at the same swap meet. And you're at, you're looking for the same stuff and you're sharing the same tools. And like at a certain point you start arguing about design ideas, functionality, <laughs> and like all the little stuff is, I mean, it could be fun, but I could see how it might not be for some people. 
<laughs> well, guys, that's going to do it for our show for the week. Thank you for joining us on Five Dirty Bikers Podcast. Haley, thank you for joining us on the show. Let everybody know again where we can find you on social. Uh, you can do TikTok, Halerization. You can do Instagram, Halerization. Um, you can, if you're looking for parts or anything, you can message me on Instagram. I got tons. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Halerization. Well, I don't even know how to spell that. Yeah, neither do I. we got thanksgiving coming up after this podcast is released so happy thanksgiving everybody you know i was just thinking the other day too if the natives brought us a donkey instead of a turkey for thanksgiving oh god we'd all be eating ass we'd all we'd all be eating ass (laughs) (laughs) oh that was telegraphed (laughs) (laughs) it was (laughs) got eaten (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe we are anyway. <laughs> Who says you need a donkey? I like how Ryan thinks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see. We'll we'll talk to you next Monday. <laughs> Fuck! I just spit my shit out. All over my God damn it! Are you following the Five Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Five Dirty Bikers.